is Spiritual Fortitude with Dr. Angela Kennel, right now on 102.6 The Situation. Good morning. Welcome to a brand new episode of Spiritual Fortitude with Dr. Angela Kennel. And yes, I am here live and well, live and well here in the studio at 102.6 The Situation. It is truly, truly a blessing to be here with you once again. Um, <clears throat> I was, I'm always, you know, thinking about exactly what to share um during the morning time when I when I first come on because I feel like that is a a pertinent time to do that and um I was going back and forth with two different messages (laughs) to share uh with you this morning but um so I decided on 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 one and I'll save the other one for next Sunday (laughs) praise God but um how many of you truly, truly understand what it means to rest? Like, for real. Rest. When you rest. When you rest. Do you, do you know how to rest? Let me ask that question. Do you know how? Because when you rest, you are settled. You're in um, a space where you don't move. You allow your body, your mind, everything to just settle themselves when you rest. Physically, when you rest. Sometimes when you rest, you don't go to sleep. But you're relaxed. And not only when you do that, you got to do that in your head. You can't do it and you, you, you can't be thinking about 50, 11 things when you're trying to rest. You got to give it all up and relax. One of my besties, he loves to say relax all the time. And uh, it does change the trajectory of what's going on, <laughs> whether he knows it or not. <laughs> it does <laughs> when he says relax. But 
what I'm building up to is that we owe it to ourselves to rest because when you're running and going and going and running and going and going and you know you feel tired but you keep pushing you gotta keep pushing gotta keep going gotta, gotta keep doing this gotta keep doing that until you get to a point where it makes you ill or you get to a point where you're not performing like you know you can because you're exhausted and it's sad to say how sometimes our creator has to get our attention that way in order for us to settle down and i've been purposeful about trying to rest and i got that rest yesterday i took advantage of it y'all i did because most times i'm going 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 seven days a week but yesterday i rested i rested my mind (laughs) my body (laughs) everything (laughs) The car got a rest. <laughs> we just rested. <laughs> but most of all, when I settled myself and got the rest that I didn't know that I needed, like, you know, I'm so used to going, 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 and I, I made sure that I get sleep at night, praise God. But yesterday, the amount of sleep I got, I did not know that I needed. But when I rose this morning, it was like, whew. I feel great. Take the time to rest yourself and rest your mind. And not only, let let me put this out there. When I took the time to rest yesterday and when I took the time to rest my mind, God was able to talk to me a lot more than he has. You know, we dialogue every day, but he showed me a lot of things yesterday in in my my fellowshipping with him and there are some things that i can't share just yet but there is one thing that he reminded me of and he said that i am so much bigger and greater than anything on this earth he said i wish that my people I wish that those that I've given life to, I wish that they would pay attention to the fact that I am so much bigger and greater. It's, he said, there is one thing to believe in me. I honor that. He said, but know me. There's a difference. And the only way you're going to truly know him is to have a relationship with him and be completely transparent and authentic because he already knows your every move, your every thought, your every want, everything on your heart, he sees it. But to be totally honest with him about all of that, he honors. So in your resting Ladies and gentlemen, fellowship with the Lord and allow him to speak to you. And, and, and we should do that daily. 
of course. But when you settle yourself from everything that's going on in your life on a daily basis, when you settle yourself and truly give yourself some time to rest, even God rested when he was creating the earth in the heavens. Did he not? So it's okay for us to do the same thing. But I I truly just wanted to share that with you. Because the one thing that it encouraged me to do was stay the course, keep my eyes on him, and do what I'm supposed to do for his glory. Because it's way bigger than me. It's way bigger than you. So let God be God today. Let's go before him in prayer. Father God, thank you so very much for yet another day. Thank you for this opportunity to be here once again with you, with our listeners here on Spiritual Fortitude. Thank you for spiritual situations. Thank you for 102.6, the situation, Lord. I continue to plead the blood of Jesus over this radio station. We're going to continue to allow you to be you, Lord. Do what you will. We trust your will in what we're doing here. It's always impact over income, and we honor you with that. Father God, bless our listeners and their families, Lord. I pray that you perfect everything that's concerning their minds and their hearts right now. Thank you so much for my guest today, Lori Madewell. Father God, continue to bless her life and allow her to be a voice to the people when it comes to great health, which is things that you want us to pay attention to. We honor you. We give you glory and praise. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Selah moment today is Run Till I Finish by Smokey Norfolk. Decided, determined, I'm committed that I run. No matter the cost, and I have decided, determined, I'm committed that I'll run, even though at times I may get lost. I'm going. I'm going to take my proper place in the winning circle. I'm going to run anyway. I don't know where or when or how, but I know that I'm going to make it. Oh, I'll run this race. Now so safely in amazing grace I made up my mind And I don't have much time But I'll run till I finish I'm going to run this race I'm going to take my proper place I'm going.
Child, I had to sit over here and and not cry in front of my guests. <laughs> that song takes me there. Amen. But um, let me uh, go ahead and get into uh, my salutations so that I can get to my guests. Good morning, first and foremost, to my dad, Edward Kennel Sr. down in Dawson, Georgia. Good morning to my brother, Ed, my handsome brother, Ed. Love you, brother. And his beautiful wife, Veronica, over in Hiram. Um, I want to say good morning to the collective. They've been rocking with me since 6 this morning. Good morning, ladies. That consists of Angelette Verdina King out of Brooklyn, New York, Dr. Wanda Hudson out of Fairburn, and Carmelia Rankins here in, um, nope, nope, nope. Wait, wait, I was about to say fair, but I had to stop myself, Carmelia. You're in Fayetteville. <laughs> I'm sorry, sis. Amen. I do want to say good morning to Amity and Nikki Lutz. They've uh, advised me that they're tuning in. And to the bestie, Andrea Albritton. Good morning, sis. How are you? Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, my uh, aunt and uncle, Barbara and Johnny Williams over in Fairburn, Georgia. I'm sure they're tuned in as well. Um, I always love for um, people to let me know that uh, they're listening and, um, you know, let me know. I'd love to send you a shout out. So I'm so grateful for each and every listener. Um, and we do have listeners from around the world. So just know that uh, I am eternally grateful for your presence uh, while I'm on the air. Now, Let's get to my guest, Lori Madewell. She is a vegan home cook from Fort Wayne, Indiana. She is a published author and graduate of Indiana University. Lori developed her love and appreciation for food at an early age while assisting her grandparents with their local catering business. In 2005, Lori modified her diet and gravitated towards a plant-based lifestyle. She is on a mission to transform traditional comfort foods into plant-based recipes packed with flavor and nutrition. As a vegan home cook, Lori creates recipes using raw and packaged plant-based ingredients. Her primary objective is to capture the attention of diverse audiences, including those who may be food insecure, to encourage a healthier and sustainable lifestyle. Lori enjoys sharing photos of her cooking creations on social media, 
including specific plant-based brands and locally grown product recommendations. Her mouth-watering photos represent appetizing plant-based ideas for viewers searching for meatless menu options. Lori's recipes are nutritious, affordable, that's a good word, and easy to prepare. She is currently testing her vegan recipes in preparation, which she prepared for her new book release, which is out now, ladies and gentlemen. And it is entitled, I Love Lori's Plant-Based Life, Crowd-Pleasing Vegan Recipes. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Lori Madewell. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Spiritual Fortitude. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. Oh, absolutely. And I have to thank my loctician, Nakia Hannon of Gridlock Roots over in Loganville. Uh, I found out about you, Lori, through Nakia. Um, I was uh, getting my hair retightened, and she happened to have your book sitting on the table. Mm -hmm. And I said, what is this? She was like, girl, you got to read it, girl. That's my girl. Oh, my goodness. She is an expert in plant-based eating. So I read the entire recipe book. I mean, I went through it from front to back, and... I knew that I wanted to meet you and have this conversation with you. So um, we're just going to get into it. Uh, I do uh, want to know how long have you been here in the Atlanta area? You're a native of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Correct. I moved here about 24 years ago, actually, and mm. uh, pursuing my retail manage management career. Wow. So I work for a lot of the top retailers here in the city in Bloomingdale's, Neiman Marcus, Victoria's Secret, and Target. Oh, cool. Enjoyed all of it. Yes. And, of course, in the middle, I've always been cooking and coming up with plant-based recipes. Wow. Now, now having a plant-based lifestyle, has that always been a part of your life or... Okay. Well, one thing in Indiana, there's a lot of farmland. Okay. Uh -huh. So, of course, uh, while we were growing up, my parents, my grandparents all had gardens, mm -hmm. and all of our neighbors had gardens. So, of course, you can trade different types of fruits and vegetables with each other. Yes. And with that, of course, you make what you make, uh -huh. you share it with the neighborhood, and it just became part of our lifestyle. We were always eating meats and vegetables, wow. but vegetables were a big part of our diet. You know, that, that made me think back to, to growing up um, down in south of Georgia and, you know, people having gardens in their backyards, that was the norm, mm -hmm. but now it's really not the norm anymore, and I really hate that I didn't pay close attention, you know, to my parents and their gardening, my grandparents and their gardens, you know, um, because that is something that, uh, and, and I know, I was an ag major in undergrad, I know, ladies and gentlemen, I know, but <laughs> I just did not take an interest in, you know, growing my own foods, which I do now, mm -hmm. you know, um, that is an, uh, a very good um, skill to have, mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I think that we, we all need to go back to that. I agree, back I agree. That. Yeah. Now, cooking. 
have you, you did you grow up cooking you know with your grandparents and everything absolutely my grandparents catered small events right so uh, the cousin that I moved here with Nicole, uh, uh-huh. we spent lots of time with my grandparents. Uh-huh. In every event, we're preparing dips and sauces and sandwiches and yeah. vegetable trays. Wow. And that went on for, I would say, most of our, our teen years anyway. Hmm. And then my grandmother was a baker, so I would bake cakes for her people and sell them to people. Awesome. My grandfather was the grill master. Okay. And he actually owned one of the first barbecue restaurants in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So entrepreneurship yes. is a part of your, your bloodline, too. Absolutely. That's awesome. Now, Lori, what brought you to Georgia? So outside of the retail career, uh-huh. I tell everybody God brought me here. Amen. <laughs> it was meant to be. Um, I never looked back. I've been here for, like I said, 24 years. Mm-hmm. And he's taken me places that I never thought I'd go. Right. I've met people I never thought I'd meet. Yes. Lots of celebrities here in the city. Awesome. But just a wonderful group of people, including Nakia, yes. that I was <laughs> blessed yes. to have the pleasure to meet here. Yes. And he just keeps adding people to my community, my tribe. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, I know I asked you before uh, we went on air, uh, did you do uh, some consulting? Um, You was like, no, (laughs) but I I do see that, um, especially once um, individuals read your book, they're going to want to know more because Mm -hmm. that's how I felt after reading the book. I'm like, these recipes are doable. Mm -hmm. Now, how did you go about choosing the recipes that you have in your book? So interesting, during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. had lots of time to cook and prepare different dishes. Mm -hmm. And in the interim, I'd say it's 2018, I believe, my sister moved in with me from Indiana. Uh And she was vegan for long before I was. Wow. So as she came in and started cooking her recipes, Mm -hmm. I started watching her and I started including my recipes. And what my cookbook is, is a collection of all of my favorites. And they're actually things I prepare on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I open my own cookbook (laughs) (laughs) to prepare my recipes. One of the bigger things with my sister, she said it never tastes the same when she cooks. Wow. I can cook spaghetti 50 times, never tastes the same. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. But for me, I want to have that baseline recipe. Mm -hmm. I want it to taste the same. And then if we need to alter that, somewhere in the interim Mm -hmm. then we'll alter it but I want it to taste the same so I I do follow my own recipes that's awesome Mm -hmm. um my one of my favorites was the spinach artichoke dill I do love um the ingredients in that is and they're easy they are they are I love about the recipes they are all seem they just easy which I like um (laughs) (laughs) because um, I can cook, Lori, but it's just me, so I just <laughs> don't cook often, but um, my dad seems to think I need to change that, bless his heart, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I do love the fact that they are healthy. Um, uh, one of my coworkers and I were laughing because it's like, one minute, I can just do everything meatless. Mm-hmm. I can go weeks of just being meatless. And then something, <laughs> like, like, girl, don't you want some chicken? You know you want some chicken. 
Absolutely. Girl, I eat that piece of chicken. And it's like, oh, I was doing so good. But I allowed myself to eat the piece of chicken. So uh, she she gave it a name. She was like, girl, we, oh, God, I wish I remembered that name she gave it. But it was like, we just have and have. We don't know what we want to do. But, a flexitarian. Um, that's it. That's what she said. That Absolutely. is it. That is so it, Laura. She did say that. She said, we're flexitarians. Oh, my goodness. And that's an actual name for it. It is. It's actually in the cookbook. Oh, is it? <laughs> yes, it's defined. I need help with that because I I do know that I feel better when um, I'm meatless. Mm-hmm. I, I feel a lot better. Um, whereas when I do, I don't do beef anymore. That was a directive straight from the doctor. But uh, chicken, I, I've yet to truly let that go. Um, and I notice that I feel heavier mm-hmm. whenever I do eat it. I don't like a lot of fried chicken, a lot of baked, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, yeah. And I, what I try to encourage is just incorporate more vegetables. Okay. If you eat meat, that's good protein, mm-hmm. but just incorporate more vegetables. Try to balance it out. Maybe a fourth of your meal should be the meat. And then the rest of it can be the vegetables. That way you're getting those nutrients that you're not getting with the meat. Right. Mm -hmm. So little meat, more veggies. More veggies. And this will help you get more veggie recipes. Yes. 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 I I think I can hang with that, Lori. I think I can. (laughs) Yes. So, Lori, I, I read that your mission is to transform traditional comfort foods into plant-based recipes. That's correct. With flavor and nutrition. Um, how do you see yourself accomplishing that? Well, if you think about a traditional diet, what you usually like to eat, mm-hmm. uh, like meats, for instance, and the gravies. Mm-hmm. We, I can make a gravy without meat and still have a savory gravy. Wow. Or with cheeses, there's so many options for you to make something that tastes cheesy mm-hmm. without actually using the dairy. And part of the reason that we eliminated this from our diet, my sister and I, a lot of uh, products just don't work with our body well, with my body. Right. And so I started eliminating the dairy, eliminating the things that didn't make me feel good. Mm -hmm. And basically doing that, I went on a Daniel's fast, cleansing fast, so that all I ate was fruits, vegetables, and grains. Wow. And that will reset your body to let you know how you feel on a great diet. Oh. So once you come off that fast, then Mm -hmm. you start to determine, okay, what do I want to start including that I didn't have in the fast? Mm -hmm. And with me, it's just packaged vegan meals or vegan meats Mm -hmm. but I also know that I don't want to eat that all the time as well so I just go to the farmer's market Uh and I just start making selections lots of leafy greens fresh tomatoes onions garlic get all those good flavors in there yes and that makes up for what I need in my diet there's a lot of protein still in vegetables that Uh people don't know about there's also tofu which is an uh, animal all by itself (laughs) talk about tofu I've had it before and when I had it it was wonderful is there a it has to be a technique to cook it right because I was so excited the first time I had it I was so excited my cousin Tavares that cooked it and and I was just like oh I can eat tofu I like this I like this so then I went to this 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 restaurant 
I, I don't want to say the name, but it was a soul <laughs> food restaurant that specialized in vegan, vegetarian dishes. Mm-hmm. I think I could do that. Okay. And so I went there because I'm still going to hold about tofu, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I ordered it. It, it, it wasn't, wasn't the, the same. same. Oh, no. <laughs> so what are the ways? I, I was told that it depends on, you know, your palate as far as texture is concerned. Um can tofu is should it just be sauteed, baked, fried? Like, what is your technique of, of cooking tofu? Actually, all of the above. Okay. And different tofus, they're they're different textures, like you mentioned. So mm-hmm. there's firm, and then there's silken. They go from silken to firm. Right. So the silken is more of a liquid. And for me, I use that more for baking or creamier items. Okay. And then the firmer it gets, it's more like a texture of meat. So I marinate it sometimes. Sometimes I just fry it by itself with Mm -hmm. salt and pepper. You can also bake it. I have, I think, two recipes. One is the baked tofu Mm -hmm. with a panko crust. Right. And the other one is inside of a dessert, actually, inside the cupcakes, where you use a silken tofu instead of eggs. So it's it takes on the flavor of whatever you put it with. Okay. So the secret is just seasoning it well or marinating it so that you actually have the flavor. Uh-huh. The texture depends on what you purchase. So if it's extra firm, that's what you're <laughs> going to get. Just kind of stay away from the softer tofus if that's not the texture that you desire because yeah. it will yeah, it will be I that that texture. Right. Yes. I, I don't think I need to do the softer side. <laughs> It is not for everyone. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, one of the one of our listeners stated that uh, she needs to order your cookbook, and uh, yes, I implore you to do so. Um, it is available on uh, Amazon. Correct. Yes, yes, available on Amazon, and so we'll remind everybody about that uh, at the end of the show. But yes, I am uh, just so excited uh, to have you here and. And helping us get a little bit more knowledgeable about plant-based um, eating and just the plant-based lifestyle period because it's not only about what you eat, but there's a couple of things we need to do a little different. And I want to get into that uh, when we come back from the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break. And uh, right now, before we go into that, I want to say good morning to my first cousin, Armanda Griffey, she is tuned in out of Hampton, Georgia. Good morning, twin. I'm so glad you're tuning in. Thank you so very much for letting me know. That made my day. (laughs) But ladies and gentlemen, the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break Song of the Day is Tell It by the Georgia Mass Choir. Now, it's the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break on 102.6 The Situation.
was the spiritual fortitude praise break deeper by darwin hobbs ladies and gentlemen we'll listen to tell it by the georgia mass choir next week (laughs) amen amen i guess that's what we were supposed to hear today so the spiritual fortitude praise break is sponsored by anointed aromas which is owned and operated by apostle lawanda peters good morning apostle peters Anointed Aromas provides organic hand-poured candles, specialty candles, anointed oil blends, and more. There are a wide variety of fragrances like Better Than Vicks for congestion, Balsam and Cedar, Warm Vanilla Sugar, Sugar, ooh, okay, <laughs> Blood Orange, uh, Bye Bye Negativity, Eucalyptus Spearmint, and Frankincense and Myrrh, to name a few. I mean, that's only a few. She has a plethora of fragrances fragrances to choose from. So order yours today at LawandaPeters.com forward slash shop. You place that in there. The first thing you're going to see on the website is anointed aromas. So go ahead and order your candles. You will not regret it. All right. So. Um, before I get back to my guest, of course, you know, I am always going to, uh, highlight Community Concerns Incorporated. It's an agency committed to assisting the homeless and working poor through their housing program. CCI is ending the nightmare of homelessness for some of the most in need citizens of Atlanta. Housing is provided at the Odyssey Villas, and that consists of 32 apartment units with two, three, or four bedrooms for families transitioning from homelessness. Odyssey Oasis includes two standalone houses that can be shared by single working women and a resource center that is used to distribute groceries, clothing, and household goods to those in need. If you want more information about Community Concerns Incorporated, please go to their website. It's www.communityconcernsinc.com. If you would like to uh, offer your services through volunteerism or if you just want to contribute financially to the organization, you can do that on the website. Or you can download the Givelify app and look for Community Concerns, Inc. and make donations there. You can donate via PayPal using donate at communityconcernsinc.com or you can make your check payable to Community Concerns, Inc. and mail it to P.O. Box 4185, Atlanta, Georgia, 30302. And I just want to uh, to continuously remind you that I will have my first live audience recording of spiritual situations and spiritual fortitude on march 24th next month in art in honor of international women's month i just want to um actually have that moment uh for uh our ladies and uh i implore you to um to come out um, it will be a treat. It'll be a little different for you, you know, listening on the radio, but actually being there to see how it all uh, comes out uh, on a weekly basis. But uh, the theme for this live uh, audience recording is the beat effect arising to the Deborah in you. So um, if you know anything about Deborah, 
then you must understand that this will be a powerful time. I have a wonderful panel of uh, women that will be speaking um, and being transparent and authentic in what they say. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about that. And I have two powerful speakers that will bring words of inspiration. So I, <laughs> I just, um, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm looking forward to it. Please be on the lookout for more information um, on social media um, and on uh, the uh, station website, which is 102.6thesituation.com. And um, you're going to be able to register on Eventbrite real, real soon. So just be on the lookout for that. But the date is March 24th, okay? So uh, I hope to see a lot of uh, faces of individuals that uh, tune in on a weekly basis and those that are new uh, to the show. Uh, Please, please, please come out. I would love to meet you and give you a hug and say thanks uh, for being a supporter. All right? Now, back to my guest, Lori A. Madewell. Yes, and uh, we've talked about uh, just her journey um, in, um, the plant-based, um, lifestyle and how she come up with her, came up with her recipes. She has a new book out, ladies and gentlemen, and her book is titled, I love Lori's plant-based life, crowd-pleasing vegan recipes. You know, I was, (laughs) I think I said it this morning, um, in my, uh, in my message on Facebook, but, uh, some people tend to get a little nervous when they hear vegetarian or vegan eating, they're like, oh, God. <laughs> and they think that it involves just eating a bunch of lettuce. And it's like, no, it involves far more than that. How how can we, um, those of us that truly embrace that lifestyle or trying to embrace that lifestyle, how can we help others to see that it's far more than lettuce every day? I mean, how, how would you, you know, approach that? Well, usually, you ask a little bit ago if I did consulting. What I normally do when people are asking about vegan food or plant-based foods, mm-hmm. I ask them what fl- their favorite vegetables are. Ah. So I'll go through the whole array of greens, potatoes, whatever it is that you actually enjoy eating. Okay. And that's where you start. Ah, okay. Now, there's other, you know, there's a million vegetables out there, mm-hmm. a million vegetable dishes. Yes. But I think it starts with what you actually gravitate towards, the texture, the flavor. Mm-hmm. And I start there, and then we just branch off from that. Yes, And ma'am. even one of my friends, um, she mentioned something about the okra soup. Oh. <laughs> I've actually had two people say, I'm not making that okra soup. I said, yes, you will. Uh-huh. So next time I make it, I'm making it for them so wow. that they can actually try it and see what it tastes like. I don't discount anything until we taste it first. Right. Yeah, so we came from a family where my mom encouraged us to taste everything. That's and awesome. whether you liked it or not, mm-hmm. she fed it to us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but whether you liked it or not, she wanted you to at least taste it. Yes. And so I think we get that, or my sister and brother, we get that from her. Just try it first. If you don't like that, move on to something else. Mm-hmm. But there's so much out there. Here, everybody talk about sweet potatoes, yes. like you mentioned, <laughs> of all the things. Um, but again, you can bake it. You can make fries out of it. There's mm-hmm. so many different ways you can prepare it. And it's still going to be good for you because you have that base of that sweet potato. Yes, ma'am. And it's the same with all the other vegetables. There's a base flavor. There's a texture. But 
just encourage you to like mix it up a little bit. If you like corn on the cob, everybody likes that roasted. Yes. It's a great vegetable and easy to prepare. Mm -hmm. So I just want people to try what they like first and then branch out from there. Um, do you have uh, a preference uh, as far as whether you're buying conventional versus organic um, fruits and vegetables? Do, do you have a, a preference? I try to buy organic. Mm -hmm. It's not always affordable. Right. <laughs> so I usually recommend certain grocery stores okay. that have it at a lower price. Mm -hmm. And in Georgia, we have a million farmer's markets. We do. They're all over the place. So go to those farmer's markets. If you get organic, a lot of them are less expensive in the farmer's market. Okay. And just kind of browse around and see what looks good. Yeah. Or if you're like me, I like to search for different recipes. Like if I think I want to try eggplant, mm -hmm. let me see what I can find as far as an eggplant goes and then I can develop my own flavor profile to see what what I can make with that eggplant wow mm -hmm. that's awesome I love eggplant by the way uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when you were embracing a plant-based lifestyle um, what more as far as incorporating more vegetables um, you know uh, kind of I, I would say getting away from so much dairy Mm -hmm. Um, how, what what else involves a plant based lifestyle? Like, I think really just general health issues too. Mm -hmm. Like uh, with me, um, I've always been health conscious, mm -hmm. and food is a big part of our health. Sure. And I don't think a lot of people incorporate it to mean that they just like I'm hungry, I'm going to eat something. Mm -hmm. But if you're really trying to be healthy. I look up things that I need for my body. Like if my doctor tells me I'm low on vitamin C mm -hmm. or if I'm low on vitamin D, mm -hmm. I'm going to look for vegetables and fruits that actually feed into that Okay. and keep your body strong. I mean, I know, you know, health, being health conscious is kind of on the forefront right now, right. but it's just trying to replenish your system with all the good nutrients that are out there with fruits and vegetables as well and grains so that you're getting all that in there and making your body strong. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, as far as water, there's been a big debate Yes. Uh, with the water. Some people say you need to drink a gallon of water a day. Then others are like, no, your body's already made of water. You don't need that much water a day. <laughs> you know, um, do, do you have, you know, a, a preference or, or just, that knowledge base of, of how much water should we really take in a day? And it varies per person. Okay. And I think, you know, there's a couple ways to tell if you're getting enough water mm -hmm. or not. But I think for most people, if you try to drink eight ounces during your work day, right. every hour, mm -hmm. that's not that bad. And I think it's probably enough for your body. Right. I know uh, the last time I went to my doctor, she said a gallon. I'm not that, that right. you know, <laughs> thirsty. Yes. <laughs> So I usually try to drink eight ounces mm -hmm. for my work day. So okay. I'm working eight hours, eight ounces. And then if, if I have enough mm -hmm. by the sixth glass, right. I'm done. Okay. But I just think you need to incorporate what you need and what you, your body can take. Because too much water, you know, is <laughs> too much. Yes. So you just want to try to level oh. it out so that you're getting enough water. Ay, ay, ay. I tell you. <laughs> I was told to drink two liters a day by the doctor. And I'm telling him, let's not forget I am a teacher. <laughs> yes. 
restroom breaks or boundaries. Yes, it's kind of <laughs> slim. So what I do, I I do, you know, as much as I can now that I truly understand, you know, how my body works through the day. Mm-hmm. But most of most of my water intake happens after work because I ugh. It's hard to do yes. it during the day. Yes, you can't do it. <laughs> and if there are any educators listening, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Those restroom breaks are far and in between. Um so you have to do what you can when you can. Absolutely. Yes. But I I um I also want to talk with you about uh, utilizing the microwave versus the air fryer. Mm-hmm. You know, it, is it healthier to use an air fryer than a microwave? Or It's really textural, I think. Okay. Like, some things are just better, I think, heated in the air mm-hmm. fryer or in the traditional mm-hmm. oven. Mm-hmm. The microwave is just reheating. Yes. Now, I know people cook in the microwave as well, mm-hmm. but it's a textural thing. So if you had chicken, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. fried chicken, mm-hmm. you wouldn't necessarily do one or the other. I think it probably would crisp up better if you put it in the air fryer. Right. It's going to be softer if you put it in the microwave. Right. I don't really have a preference. I cook mostly in the oven and on the top of the stove. Okay. If I'm reheating, of course, I'll use the microwave, but right. I, I don't t- traditionally cook in it. Mm-hmm. But the air fryer is a great tool. Yeah. Yes, it's a lot energy-saving mm-hmm. as far as uh, heating up things that are smaller portions. It's great to cook in. Yes, ma'am. But, yes, it's a, it's a great tool to have. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, if you could um, give our listeners one piece of advice when it comes to just embracing um, eating more plant-based foods mm-hmm. and, and trying to, to cook along those lines a lot mm-hmm. more often, what would you tell them? I would say listen to your body. Okay. Um, your body is going to tell you when it needs something. Mm-hmm. You'll see it. You, sometimes your skin doesn't feel the way it needs to, or maybe it's your sight. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the way your joints are moving around. Mm-hmm. But listening to what you're feeling yes, ma'am. and look at what what you look like basically there's times that your skin is like really super dry Mm -hmm. or you're lacking in something Mm -hmm. you just want to make sure that you're paying attention to those cues and again utilize your website to say if this is happening to me what can I incorporate into my diet that's going to make this better or make it healthier and there's so much information out there yeah. that we don't really have an excuse. Uh-huh. But they are always seeing leafy greens. Mm-hmm. And I know the people are like, I don't want to eat a salad uh-huh. every day. But, I mean, we eat collard greens and mustard greens. We yes. have all those at our, our fingertips. So mm-hmm. use that. You don't have to have that lettuce every day. You right. can have a kale salad. You mm-hmm. can move some things around and make it a little different and more unique for you. How do you cook your kale? I cook my kale a lot of different ways, uh-huh. but one thing that I notice is probably the best thing. If you massage it with olive oil before you cook it, uh-huh. it becomes so much more tender. Okay. And I just use a nice vegetable broth that I have in here as well in the cookbook. Uh-huh. But put it in that vegetable broth and some garlic and onions. And sometimes I may even put carrots in it. But oh. that's usually a pretty simple recipe for me. Okay. Just saute it. Yes, yeah. very good. Um, I've, I've sauteed it before, but I used uh, onions, mm-hmm. um, green pepper, red peppers, and yellow pepper. Okay. I sauteed it with that. And the great thing about kale, it cooks a little faster than your traditional greens. It does. So you can have it for dinner. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about a two-hour cook time. Girl, I eat it for breakfast, too. Yeah, yes. <laughs> 
And even that, I, I don't have a time frame in my hair for food, so I eat a little bit of everything for breakfast. <laughs> yes. Yes, I actually have a tofu scramble. You mentioned tofu earlier. Uh-huh. That's a good recipe. You and do. you can put kale in that as well. Yes. You have some bread recipes in there as well. They're pretzels. Yes. yes. <laughs> very yes. easy. My 10-year-old niece can make the pretzels. Oh, wow. So they're very easy recipes. I love to cook but I don't want to be in the kitchen all day. Mm-hmm. So I just use that time to go in and, and make things fast, and that's what I've written in this recipe book. Amen. Um, okay, so I have one question for you uh, from a listener. Mm-hmm. She wants to know, do you have a YouTube channel where you show individuals how to prepare their plant-based meals? Ah. So I do have a few videos. I'm not sure if your uh, reader or your listeners have heard of Chef Dorian Hunter. She was season 10 Master Chef winner. Oh wow! So she's actually a friend of mine. She has a good YouTube channel, and a lot of times my things go on her channel. Okay. Yeah. So cool. look her up as well. Did you get that, Angelette? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But maybe, just maybe, Lori. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Um. You know, as far as uh, you demonstrating a lot of your recipes uh, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. And I also have another group of people that I work with, with the Cultural Epicurean Network. Okay. And so we actually are posting on that website as well. So we have cooking videos there. We're on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook. Okay, that's Cultural Cultural Epicurean Epicurean Network. Network, Mm -hmm. okay. All right, guys. So, um, uh, uh, yes, uh, Wanda, the title of the book is I Love Lori's Plant-Based Life, colon, Crowd-Pleasing Vegan Recipes. And it can be found on Amazon. Yes, yes, yes. Lori, how can our listeners connect with you? I would say on Instagram. Okay. You can find me on Facebook, and you can find me on LinkedIn, Lori Madewell. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Lori, it has been a pleasure um, having you. I I truly do um, believe that this is the start of something big for you. Well, thank because you. Because those recipes are, are, are very easy to do. Um, even if you are a nun cooker, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, I, I think that this is, this is something that's needed mm-hmm. in the community more and more. Um, and I appreciate your advice on, uh, how to, you know, work your way into establishing a more plant-based lifestyle. And it's easy mm-hmm. as far as thinking about vegetables and fruits. What do you like the most? And starting there. And, um, and taking the fear away from trying new things. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm going to try that tofu again. Um, <laughs> maybe not soft. I think I, I prefer just the hardened um, kind a little bit more. But I will try that, that one, the, the tofu scramble. Absolutely. I might like that one. I think you will. Yeah, I think you will. Yeah. But... Um, Oh, uh, one of our listeners says she's running over to Amazon right now awesome. <laughs> to get her book. So that is awesome. Thank you guys so much for supporting Lori. And um, 
and uh, I, I am definitely advocating for your personalized videos and I'm going to tell Nakia if she's not listening, Nakia, get on her. <laughs> but your um your posts about your book on Instagram are fabulous. Oh, thank yes, you. Your pictures are beautiful. I was like, oh, she's so pretty. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, thank man. you. But just know that you're always welcome here at Spiritual Fortitude. And when you write your next book, Please don't forget me. Come oh, by. I'll be back. I would love to come yes, back. Yes, yes, yes. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much. But don't you go anywhere. I want you to stay locked in to more of the best in gospel music right here on 102.6 The Situation.